Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, this is going to be Exodus chapter 13, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Sanctify or consecrate unto me all the firstborn, whatsoever openeth the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast, it is mine. And Moses said unto the people, Remember this day in which ye came out from Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of hand the Lord brought you out from this place. There shall be... There shall no leavened bread be eaten. This day came ye out, or the Hebrew says, you are to come out in the month of Abib, the, the, month, the first month of spring, and it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, which he swear unto thy fathers to give thee, a land flowing with milk and honey, that thou shalt keep this service in this month. Seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, and in the seventh day shall, ye, shall a feast Shall, shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten seven days, and there shall no leavened bread be seen with thee. Neither shall there be leaven seen with thee in all thy quarters, or within all your borders. And thou shalt show, or tell thy son in that day, saying, This is done because of that which the Lord did unto me when I came, out, when I came forth out of Egypt. And it shall be for a sign unto thee upon thine, thine hand, and for a memorial between thine eyes, that the Lord's law may be in my mouth. For with a strong hand hath the Lord brought thee out of Egypt. Thou shalt therefore keep this ordinance in his season, or at the appointed time, from year to year. And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites, as he swear unto thee and to thy father, and thy fathers, and shall give it thee, that thou shalt set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix, in other words, all the firstborn, and every firstling that cometh of a beast which thou hast, the males shall be the Lord's. Now there's some symbolism in this, the, the firstborn being uh, being the Lord's. When Jesus was born, remember that Mary and Joseph had to take a sacrifice to the temple, and that was to purchase or to pay for him being the firstborn so that he didn't have to serve in the temple. Not that he could, because he wasn't a Levite, but that was the requirement for all Israel. Verse 13, And every firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb, and if thou wilt not redeem it, then thou shalt break his neck, and all the firstborn of man among thy children shalt thou redeem. And it shall be when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What is this that thou shalt say unto him? By strength of hand the Lord brought us out, of, out from Egypt, from the house of bondage. And it came to pass when Pharaoh would hardly let us go, that the Lord slew all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast. Therefore I sacrifice to the Lord all that openeth the matrix, being males, but all the firstborn of thy children I redeem. And it shall be for a token upon thine hand, and for and the frontlets between thine eyes, for by strength of hand the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God let, led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near, for God said, lest peradventure, or perhaps the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. That, but, God said, but God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up 
harnessed or equipped for battle out of the land of Egypt. Some believe that the translation should be Reed Seed, but the Book of Mormon and Doctrine and Covenants both call it the Red Sea. The route Israel was to go was indicated by a pillar of fire, signifying the presence of the Lord going before them. They would have had a short journey had they been ready and capable of following the coastal route through Philistine lands to Canaan. Their faith, however, was not yet sufficient for such a task. God does not require a trial too great for one's faith. The phrase, they went up harnessed, seems to imply organization and orderliness and probably preparation for possible attack. Although the logistics of taking up two million people into the wilderness is absolutely staggering, this verse suggests that it was not a disorganized flight, but rather an orderly exodus. Verse 19, And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from, from Succoth, and encamped in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. So I guess they didn't have a Leahona, did they? And he, he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. That's the end of the chapter. I bear testimony that these events actually happened, and that this is true in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time.